amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. You're listening to Reimagined Radio. Real talk, real life, real magic. Welcome to the Reimagined Radio Astro Show, where brain science meets astrology and the law of attraction. I'm your host, Janet Dalgleish. Please join me to find out why your astrology matters, what it has to do with your brain, and how to wrap the whole thing up in law of attraction. Because once you know this stuff, it becomes so much easier to live a life that is joyfully resonant with who you truly are. Hi everyone, it's Janet here. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining me. Sorry, I had a small technical issue. (laughs) Don't mind me. Um, this is a really good introduction to the world of Mercury retrograde <laughs> because um, one of the things that happens, well, let me first of all talk about what retrograde means. I'm sure you know, um, you've heard it before, but for those who haven't, basically retrograde is the term we use for when a planet appears to be going backwards from the perspective of Earth. It's not really going backwards. It's a bit like when you're in a car and you're overtaking another car. From the perspective of your faster car, the other car seems to be going backwards. So that's what we're talking about. And one of the things about Mercury retrograde is it's it's renowned for being associated with technology hiccups. (laughs) So it's making me laugh that um, I actually really like Mercury retrograde, but it is making me laugh that the very first thing that happens to me on this call is that I I have a mix-up with my microphone. (laughs) Okay, so let me dive into the core of the material once I've calmed myself down a little. Um, I think in order to understand why I like Mercury Retrograde, it helps to understand a little bit about what it is around, what Mercury is, how does Mercury work within our um, astrology chart, what, how does it connect with our psyche? What's the, what's the general energy going on here? Because once we understand that, it makes it much easier to understand why Mercury retrograde is, can be such a good time. So first of all, Mercury, um, as he arises out of the mythology, out of um, the, the, the Roman god Mercury, the predece- his predecessor was the Greek god Hermes, and there are other gods in other um, uh, mytho- mythological systems who perform the same kind of role this is basically the role of the the it's the messenger of the gods um it's also so so there's a connection to communication of all kinds so this is words and language uh it's also um communication in the sense of uh exchange of trade so commerce mercury rules commerce it's also where we find communication of other kinds such as um the 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 communications that happen within a system so this is why mercury is associated with technology with um, electronic technology in particular because in at the heart of every piece of electronic technology whether we're talking about a piece of hardware a piece of software um, a, a platform of some kind what goes on behind the scenes is a whole lot of communications back and forth so this is why mercury is associated with those things but but it goes well, it, there are a lot of things that arise out of this. Um, 
there's a sense of um, intellectual curiosity, a sense of um, inventiveness. So when, wherever Mercury is in your chart, that's where you're likely to find that you have inclinations towards curiosity, um, inventiveness. Uh, it's where you will be willing and eager to play. And it's, it's where you find things like um, that, that, that desire to know how things work. Um, so a sense of, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the kid who wants to take apart the, the TV, <clears throat> pardon me, the TV to, to figure out how it works. So there's, there's, there can be a sense of there's the magician, there's trickster energy going on here um, because Mercury invites us to keep an open mind. There's a sense where Mercury is always young at heart and flexible um, and and highly adaptable. This is part of this trickster vibration that Mercury has going on. There's this this sense of uh, the capacity to be a mimic, to um, to wear disguises. It's very clever. It's mentally adept. Um, the uh, uh, when we look at um, at the predecessor god Hermes, for example, Hermes was seen as the patron of sneaky actions, <laughs> of sneaky things, and this was partly because he used his sneakiness. His you know, unlike. Um, Ares, his brother god, who uh, the Roman, the, the Greek equivalent of Mars, um, where Ares and Mars, and that's A R E S, not Ares the sign. This is the Greek god of war, where Ares or Mars would be completely out there and go out and use military might to get what they want, um, and there's no deception at, at, at play here. With Hermes and Mercury, what we're looking at is um, a sense of being able to use cunning. So Hermes actually used his sneaky um, talents for good. He didn't just use it for his own self-interest, although he did that as well. But but he would do it, he would use it to trick um, to trick others in order to get a benefit for someone else. So, for example, with the infant Heracles, um, Heracles was was um, the offspring of a god and a divine and, and a mortal woman, and so he didn't have full divine status. And in order to get full divine status, he had to drink the milk of a goddess. And uh, Hermes set it up, set up a sneaky way to trick Zeus's wife Hera into um, giving him some milk. And so Heracles became uh, became able to step into his divinity. So there's a sense where um, Mercury has this, this is where we get the term mercurial. You know, it's unpredictable. It's a little bit, um, it's got that trickster energy to it. And it can be used for good. It's neutral. So it's not, you know, Mercury, like all of the, the pantheon of, of deities that we have in our, in our um, astrological charts and in our own psyche, there's no sense of good or bad here. This is, this is neutral. It's how we use this capacity. So we have all of these things within us. And one of the things I find most interesting of all about the, 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 the god Hermes is that he was the only deity who had who could voluntarily and did voluntarily go down into the underworld and return. So he used to, he did that to return to to bring Persephone out to bring Persephone out from the underworld when she'd been kidnapped by Hades. So there's this sense of this fluid ability to go into the ordinary world and then into the underworld. And this is why Carl Jung, for example, characterized Mercury as being that part of us which has the capacity to go down into our unconscious, to go down into the the hidden depths of our, our thought processes, the way we think, in order to understand. 
So this is the beginning to give us a real clue to this role of Mercury. He 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 gives us this. Um, he's he's all about how we think, and he gives us this capacity to look at how we think and then perhaps choose to change it. Now, in brain science terms, what we're talking about here is neuroplasticity, the fact that we now know that through our thoughts and behaviours, we can literally and physically change our brains. For me, this is a very Mercury kind of action to do, a a Mercurian kind of decision to make. Um, It will have flow-on effects that will will have um, an impact on other aspects of our astrology, such as Pluto and so on. But it's, it's Mercury that gives us that moment of being able to say, hmm, I've got this thought habit that I don't love. It might be how I think about money, how I think about relationship, how I think about uh, uh, politics. It might be how I think about other people. So again, Mercury is adaptable. He, doesn't, he isn't only interested in one area of life, but what he can give us is that capacity to, to learn to read, to understand our words, to, to, to use our language differently, to tell different stories about our own lives. Um, so these are all kind of wrapped up in this superpower of Mercury to do with communication. Because when, I, when, we, have, when we think about our relationship with our brain, this is a relationship that's all predicated around story. Our brains speak to us in story and we retrain our brain by how we use story, the, the stories we tell about ourselves. Um, so the, 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 this kind of background quality of, of Mercury, it's this capacity to, to look at how we think. We can look at what questions we ask. We can look at where our curiosity lies, our our open-mindedness and our capacity for inventiveness. Um, the, the, we know that when we're, when we're sort of, um, activating our Mercury, we become free from judgment because we can't be curious about something. We can't be open-minded about something while we are standing in critical judgment of it. Yes, we might have discernment. We might have a sense of, I like this and I don't like that. But we don't have judgment, especially we don't have judgment of ourselves. So we can do this exploratory work around how we think and around our mindset and our psyche, all of the things that inform our vibration, and we can bring Mercury to that party. So this brings me to the very interesting topic of Mercury retrograde and why this is a particularly turbocharged time that we can use Mercury's powers in an even more effective way for conscious creation. Um, but before I dive into that, let me just stop for a quick commercial break. Some people think that the stars dictate who we are or even what will happen to us, but nothing could be further from the truth. You are the boss of you, and your stars simply reveal your most radiant and potent self. If you'd like to know exactly what they have to say, visit loastarmap.com and find out how I can help. So Mercury retrograde, what happens three times a year, three to four times, usually three times a year, Mercury appears to go backwards um, for a few weeks, and I have to say, Mercury retrograde gets some really bad press. <laughs> People, um, you will see social media, I can guarantee you that at some point during a Mercury retrograde period, you will see someone on social media saying, my computer just crashed and then it must be the fault of Mercury retrograde. Now, there are some things that you want to watch out for with Mercury retrograde, but I think understanding why 
um, it, it, the energy is a little different here is um, it, we, we want to go much deeper than simply saying, oh, it's, we want to blame Mercury for, for what's going on. And that's not, that's not the case. So first of all, this sense of going backwards, this retrograde period, it doesn't matter which of the planets are going retrograde. It's always an invitation. If you think about the energy of it, it's like the planets moving forward at their normal pace. And this is particularly true with the more, well, it's not so much more true with the inner planets, but it's clearer with the inner planets. With the outer planets, some of them have somewhat erratic orbits and it can be a bit, a, a bit different. And they don't have the same direct personal impact on us in quite the same way. But with the inner planets, so Mercury, Mars, Venus in particular, uh, Saturn and Jupiter to a certain extent as well. But with the inner planets, they have a much more personal effect when they go retrograde. And it's an invitation. You think about the, the pattern of movement of the planets. Uh, the planet is moving forward through its, through its movement in the sky and then it starts to slow down. It appears to start to slow down and then it stops. It appears to stop goes backwards, starts to look as if it's going backwards and it picks up speed in a backwards movement until it stops and then it starts to turn forward again. So at each end of this movement between the, the moving forward and the moving back, there's a, there's a slowing down and a pause. And I think that's our clue to how we can get the most out of any retrograde. A retrograde is an invitation to pause, to assess, to take stock, to look at where we're headed, what we've been doing, what we're, the direction we're going in, where we've come from, the journey that we're on, and to just pause and stay, take stock for a little period of time. It's, like a, it's almost like a rest cycle. And with Mercury, what's interesting about Mercury, so when we've got, I spoke in my, um, in my call, in my show last week, about uh, last fortnight, about Venus retrograde and how this is an invitation for us to examine, re-examine relationship. That's because that's what Venus governs. With Mercury, he's got this adaptable quality that means he doesn't necessarily just stick to one topic, if you like. It's it's more useful to think about this in terms of how do I think. How do I think about my life? How do I think about other people? How do, what do I think about money? What do I think about relationships? What do I think about what I am worth? What I what I deserve? What I am? Uh, how I am to manifest this thing? There are all kinds of different thoughts that we have about ourselves and about our lives, and it is these thoughts that give rise to feelings, and it is these thoughts and feelings that form our vibration. So. Mercury retrograde is an incredible opportunity, an incredible invitation to re-examine, to reassess, to review, to rethink all of the things that we have been habitually doing in relation to our lives. Uh, Kim Falconer has a wonderful way of putting this. She says, basically, any word that begins with re, <laughs> you can put re in front of most words and it will apply to a retrograde period. So we might want to reassess, we might want to re-examine. And as we do this, we can use this, this idea that Mercury is open-minded, non-judgmental, curious. So we can bring those qualities to this party with us. We can bring that quality of, I'm curious, I'm not, judge, I'm not judging how I've been, what my relationship with money has been like, for example. I'm not judging what my um, thought habits have been around relationship. I'm not judging what my um, 
achievement, you know, how I've been managing my relationship with Saturn and my sense of achievement and my willingness to get things done. I haven't, been, uh, rather than judging those things, I'm going to use this Mercury retrograde period, we might say to ourselves, to get curious, to uncover what's been going on, to take that dive into my own subconscious, to understand my own previous thought habits, my vibrational habits, and then bring my inventiveness, bring my, um, my willingness to play. Because Mercury is, Mercury is a kind of representation of the divine child within us, that willingness to play, that willingness to, to experiment. And I can bring that to the party. And from that, I can reframe. I can reframe stories. I can tell a different story. I can decide to change my um, vibration through whatever practice I particularly like. I can use this energy to encourage me to find new ways to learn. I can in- use this energy to encourage me to find ways to explore new um, new concepts, concepts and ideas. So Mercury is intellectually curious. And the other thing that's, I think, a really um, useful superpower that we kind of acquire during Mercury retrograde is this ability to, to tine, kind of stand back and, and, and look with an intellectual curiosity at our own selves. With a, and again, when we engage curiosity and open-mindedness, we have to drop judgment. They can't coexist in the same space. So it's important to get on board with that idea that Mercury is... Mercury would never have any judgment of himself. Mercury might examine his own behavior, his own past, his own patterns, and he would never have a judgment about that, Um, not genuinely. Any judgment that comes to this party is something that's been learned in the past, the social conditioning. And this is an opportunity to, to rethink that and reassess it. And I did say that there are some things that you don't want to do during a Mercury retrograde, and they are things to do with diving into making decisions about communication related things so this would be contracts so you don't want to just sign a contract without sign, without looking into all the details uh, it's to do with um, technology so, the, so this is another time for buying a new computer this is what everybody says don't buy a new computer during mercury retrograde however it's a fabulous time for researching for investigating your options for comparing different things this sense of curiosity bringing that to the party and the discernment to say i like this i don't like that you know do you might you might play with you can certainly go and play with technology and experiment with what you might like and maybe think outside the square and look at other options you haven't considered before but definitely for my money i were you know if if i had to um, by technology or if I had to sign a contract during this time then the key is going to be getting really super curious about it and doing my research really really well so that means reading every clause of that contract and it means making sure that I've really investigated what my options are with the technology um, but I have to say for my money the most powerful way to really sail through a mercury retrograde is to decide that it's going to be awesome. <laughs> I started doing this a few years ago because I was one of those people who you read about Mercury retrograde coming up and I'd get all anxious and nervous and, oh, my computer's not going to work and blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then I realized I was telling a story in my head. I was creating a reality that I didn't particularly love and that seemed a bit kind of nuts to me. So I started telling myself, I started deciding, wasn't even telling myself, I just started deciding that, Next time I had Mercury retrograde coming up, 
next time it was on the horizon, I was going to really enjoy it. And that's what happens. Now, I do have the occasional technical hiccup, which is, um, you've obviously just heard me happen, heard, heard me experience. And it's, uh, it is nothing but delightful to me. It makes me laugh. It makes me kind of feel delighted that, um, that here I am experiencing a little twinge of Mercury retrograde. He's not here yet, but he will be in the next kind of 24, 48 hours as I'm recording this. Um, but this goes for any Mercury retrograde. So anytime you see Mercury retrograde coming up or people talking on social media about Mercury retrograde, you get choose. You get to decide what story you're going to tell and Mercury will be listening. You know, your inner psyche, your, your, your inner Mercury is going to be listening to this. So as you decide that, you know what, I'm going to use this Mercury retrograde. I'm going to use the power within it to rethink, <clears throat> excuse me, to re-examine, to reassess, to, to ask if there are any stories I want to reframe, to see if there's anything I want to alchemize. Um, you know, Mercury is the magician as well. So he can bring this alchemical um, ability to the to the party where we might look at something from our past that we don't love and we might decide that now is the time to retell that story in a different way, to alchemize it in some way. We all of us have access to this very different way of seeing Mercury retrograde. And I want to say next time you're seeing someone on, on Facebook um, bemoaning Mercury retrograde or expressing fear around it, you get to do that secret sneaky mercurial thing and you just get to smile and realize that you have a different way of looking at it. You have a different way of coming to this um, to this really interesting time of year. Uh, so that is my invitation to you. As we're approaching Mercury retrograde, um, as I'm recording this, it's the 8th of April, my time, which means that Mercury retrogrades just about, he's already in what's called the shadow zone, which is the area of the sky where he will be doing his retro retrograde tricks um, and he will be turning retrograde very soon. And I know exactly which part of my stories I'm going to be working with for this Mercury retrograde. So that's my invitation to you is to is to um, see if there is something, some story you want to retell in a different way, something you want curiosity. <laughs> Excuse that. It was the robot lady saying 90 seconds. I don't know if you heard her. Um, where, the, where you bring some curiosity to the party, where you bring some inventiveness and where you bring the decision that you're the one who is in the charge of your brain. You're the boss of you. You're the boss of your brain. You get to retell stories in ways that make sense to you. Um, you don't necessarily. You, you are not the. You're not the victim of your stories here. You are the one who gets to be in charge. And it is your Mercury. It is your Mercury that gives you this superpower. So that's my invitation to you: is to play with your Mercury and. Um, enjoy this mercury retrograde so if you're listening to this during a mercury retrograde enjoy if you've got one coming up enjoy if there isn't one on the horizon now you know what to do next time there's one coming up thank you so much for listening it's been a blast and um even with my slight technical technical hiccups which have made me laugh <laughs> thank you very much bye what if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.